Hey guys, it's Mike here, and before we get started with this episode, I just wanted to say that I apologize for any audio issues that you guys may experience during the show. As you'll soon find out, I was recording this episode inside a very crowded movie theater lobby, and although I tried to shield the noise away from the microphone, it may not have been enough in some of these areas. But either way, I tried to clean it up as best I could, but without further ado, please enjoy this episode of Amateur All Tours. Welcome to Amateur Out Tours, guys. I'm your host, Mike, and I'm joined by Jake Shell yet again, and we're going to actually be having a movie discussion, like like always. Um, once again, probably in the last episode, you were going to hear this as well, but we're still in the movie theater bar, so I'm going to try my best to try and like cut the audio out, uh, or like the background noise, but you know, we'll do our best. But Shell, welcome back. I'm glad, Dude, glad to see you here. Thank you for having me, man. Thank you for joining me. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, and... Um, so what did we just see? 1917. I forgot the director is. Sam Mendes. Sam so Mendes. he, I know him mostly from like the uh, James Bond movies. So oh, he did like Skyfall. I think, he did I Skyfall. Yeah. I think Quantum of Solace, and I think he's doing. I don't new think he's, one. is he? I don't know. I know he did at least Quantum of Solace. Never Die or something. Is the new one? Yeah, it's like No Time to Die no or something die. like that. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, so 1917. Well, so this has been a movie that I've been pretty like hyped for since like like this was my most anticipated movie I, of like at least December. I think I read that it was like it's like already up for like awards, like Academy Awards. It won. Well, it oh, won at the time of this recording. The, Gold, the Golden Globes have passed, and it and it has won for mm-hmm. I think Best Picture okay. for the Golden Globes and and something oh, else. Wow. I don't and I think Jeez. I think it's Best Director too. I think Sam Mendes won for Best Director. So that's going into the Oscar season. War movies. Yeah. Well, that's. And we're, that's something you should bring that up because I want to talk about that point at some like in this mm. discussion because right. well I guess we can talk about it now. So like I said, this is one of those movies that I was like really highly anticipating sure. um, because well one one take movies are always fascinating to me, yeah. which we'll talk about that. I, as well. I was actually I was under, I was I did not know this was all going to be like in oh like, really one take you didn't know yeah that. yeah going, I, I going guess, into the movie you yeah didn't know I guess that? that was like the main draw I guess I guess that's why people were talking about it but huh. I did not know that's interesting because I going into the movie I was like. I was going to ask you, like, I, I figured you knew because I was going to be like, oh, I feel no. like this is like the one like selling like this. I knew what it was a one take before like anything else, Oh, I, like before I, I, I knew like, like what the plot was, like even before the trailer, I knew like, oh, it's going to be a one take movie. Right. That's interesting because I was going to say like, it's not marketed. It's not I mean, you can't. Movie, well, yeah, yeah, with the yeah. illusion. Yeah. But, um, and it's done, I mean, it's done pretty damn well. Yeah, but, sure. But yeah, yeah so, so I was like super hyped for this movie. Um, mm. Like I, I was on, um. The Dana Buckler show, which is like, mm-hmm. I know, um, like the listeners will know, but you show like he's um, this guy I've been listening to for a while. I've been collaborating with him. The show's awesome, okay. and he had me on uh, with his co-host. We talked about the Last Skywalker or the Last Skywalker, the Rise <laughs> of Skywalker. See, it's such a forgetful movie. I really don't give a shit anymore. Well, I don't even see. <laughs> but so I was on his show talking about the Rise of Skywalker, mm. and one of the things he's like, "Oh, so how? Like, what was your excitement levels going into the movie?" And I was like, "Really, not that much." Yeah, like, sure. but nineteen. 17 is what I was like, but 1917 was the movie that I was most looking forward to. So, so like, here we are, like, I, 
I mean, it just was recently wide released. Yes. Because yeah. it was, I think it was, because I thought it came out in Christmas. <laughs> yeah, you were telling me it was out. And I'm like, I think it was, I think it was, I think it was selected. It was like limit, release. limited release to yeah. get like the Oscar, like, yeah. like nomination for this, for like this year. So, um, but yeah, so I was super excited going into the movie. Um, it's interesting. Like, you said everyone loves a war movie. Yeah. And I think the fe- like we are now as a like as an American I guess society or people that, that are drawing from entertainment. World War One is the new war, the Great War, because I think in the nineties it was World War Two, mm. or I think it was like eighties it was like Vietnam, nineties World War Two, even early two thousands, and then also like and then the last well now the last ten years it was you know Iraq Afghanistan yeah. like Gulf Wars, but now Jarhead yeah Jarhead. Uh, Hurt Locker, yep. Three Kings, Hurt Locker. So, like you know, movies like that. But now we're in this fascination with World War One, and I think sure. it's really interesting, like looking at the trends of movies and how we are talking about war. Because, because I know the the fascination with World War Two came from from my like my theory is from like the devastation that was Vietnam, and like no one really talks about the Korean War a whole lot, but like. Because before then, and even now, like warfare is so muddled. Like, there's no like good and bad sides. There is no. It was very clear cut back then. Like Germans were bad. Yeah, like they're there. You shoot them. We were good. And but now, like warfare, like totally has changed. Like we don't really fight wars anymore. Which is something drone strikes over. Now we're getting political. I mean, mean, regardless, like. It's it's just really interesting. Like I think it all started with, in my opinion, with Battlefield One. Is that it? The, whatever the Battlefield game that focused on World War One, and yeah. that just kind of was like Call of Duty. To me, well, the Call of Duty is still World War Two, but football or modern warfare. But like, yeah. but it was Battlefield that kind of brought. World War One back into yeah. the like into the popularity of like in the zeitgeist of like what it is now. I can see that, and not to say like that like kickstarted it, but then you know, and then we have you know the documentary like they should not grow old, and then it just kind of like snowballed mm-hmm. here. Now we have nineteen seventeen, so. I just think it's really interesting that the new war that we're focusing on is is World War One, and we're telling these these uh, I guess like. And there have been World War One movies before, like Joy X Noel. That's about like the Christmas truce. Like that's I think early two thousands. Like I'm not saying it hasn't been explored, but, trend. but now it's like, like hey, let's explore this. Like everyone is just talking about World War One, which is fascinating to me. So getting into the movie, what, what were your like general impressions? Like go, just like, in all, just totally. Like, like, let's say like what were your impressions going into the movie? Like what were you expecting? And then as now that we're here, we're done now what I yeah. What um, do you think? So going into it, I knew it had a lot of like buzz around the movie. Um, like even like even just like pre-ordering like for the theater tonight, like most of the seats were like getting filled up really quick, and this, that was a packed theater. Yeah, by the like way. every <laughs> single seat. Like, I think every single seat was filled, which is so. a first. I, I think the last, like I was telling you before we walked in, or like when we sat down, I was like, the last time I've been to a movie that was like literally every seat was packed was probably the Hateful Eight Roadshow, and that was like an event, and that was. <laughs> Like 2015, that was like four years ago. Yeah. Like it was December of 20 of 2015. I I know that because I found the ticket <laughs> and uh, but like it's like yeah I, I was not expecting that because maybe it's just my cynical mind but I always just think like like when I saw Knives Out with Brian I was like oh we're it's no one's good like no one goes in the movies anymore. Well that theater just I mean <laughs> in a sense proved me wrong because it was packed. But yeah, go on. 
Um, so yeah, like I knew it was like hot shit basically. And like going into the theater, I saw all these people there, like old people, young people. Uh, it's a good mix. It was a wide appeal, I guess. And I was like, oh my god, this is gonna be like this is gonna be huge. It's like already getting awards, and like as the movie starts, I think the beginning of the movie was the best part. But um. As like the movie starts, I'm like, oh, they're doing it all in one take. That's really cool. Like, yeah. This movie looks really awesome. Um, That's pretty special. I want like that. Mo- like, when was that moment? You're like, oh shit, it's one take. Um, I think it was when like they like walk. They like walked into uh, like the generals. Like, uh, I'm trying to call it the base. I know it's not. It's yeah, called. like the hut. <laughs> and he's like telling me, like, tells them what's up. And I expected like a cut there, but then it just goes to them leaving and like they go up the ladder and everything. I'm like, oh man, like we're going to see like the whole journey. Um, so yeah, it was really hype in the beginning. And then like as the movie went on, I, I guess I'll just save the details for later. But now my impression at the end of the movie is I thought it was just kind of an average one. Really? <laughs> yeah. Really? I I don't think it's an average horror movie. I think it's like above average. I it's not that really I have problems with the movie. I just have like things that I would do differently or like sure. So my like we already kind of talked about me like going into the movie as I was sitting there. So one of the, like you mentioned one take for me like I I love like diving into like how film is made and like sure. like especially one takes one takes absolutely fascinate me because of how the blocking is done and like all the attention to detail that like the average moviegoer will never like notice it yeah. but like someone like me and I was listening to Adam Savage's podcast where they talked about it and Norm was saying oh like it kind of like like people that work in the industry they have like above like they have a like above standard like knowledge of how things are made like it might take them out of it for me it was fun like trying to figure out where the cuts were sure. some were like super well, obvious yeah there was one halfway I have a problem calling it a one take movie because there's one part where it gets knocked on the yeah. and then it cuts the black for a little bit I'm like alright well why'd you sell out your I'm willing to give that though but and we'll get to that in a moment um but I'm willing to give it that because it's not like so we mentioned like Hill House in the last episode and there's a and and I mentioned like there's a one take there like there's a one take episode but it's not a one take there's like four cuts and it's and it's to me it's like I don't want to say it's lazy because like that show is so detailed but like it's so jarring and like and, and it bugs me when like filmmakers try and use a one take but that doesn't serve the narrative of the story. Right. So, like in that particular episode, in my opinion, it did not serve the sto- it did not serve a purpose of the story other than like, oh, look what we can do. Um, and it, and I think that's most apparent because of all the like the four hard cuts in that episode. We're here, and like you think of one takes like. Uh, and I was actually thinking about this because I'm going to bring this up in the Hill House episode that'll be released like a little bit later. Um, <clears throat> I was thinking about, you know, movies that did it like awesome, like Birdman. Oh, yeah, well, Birdman's the kind of- Birdman, like even the scenes in The Revenant, um, uh, Children of Men, yep. you know, the episode of Mr. Robot in the third season, there's a one take and, and it serves the purpose of the narrative. Like it's very visually stylistic, but it serves a purpose and what and and, and in, in this in this movie it serves the purpose of 
of adding, making you feel like you're the third man of the party. Right. Like you're, you're joining. These yeah, it's like there's two of them, but you're the third man, yeah. and you're along with them, and you're experiencing this. So I actually really, I thought the one take was really good. I thought most of the cuts were hidden well. Uh, there, there are parts where they'll like curve around a rock or something, or like they'll like round a corner. There's like a complete CGI rock, or yeah. which I'm like, fuck it, like I'll give it that, or like. The ones that I didn't like were the the obvious CGI characters when he was oh like jumping God, yeah, like yeah. that to me I was like there there was, okay. there, was there was another part where this is obvious this is spoilers right yeah I think everyone at the everyone knows we're talking about spoilers right. um the part when uh, uh the friggin the short guy I forget his name uh, I'm gonna call these guys like tall guy and short. Well, we find out the one. Yeah, let's just do that. That'll be easier. I'm not good with characters. It's Will, but yeah, I'm just gonna call him tall. Guy. I don't even know the actor's name, so I'm not good with actors' names. <laughs> right, right. But I've seen him before. I've seen both of them before. But either way, short short guy dies, which I didn't see coming. Yeah, that was cool. That was really cool. They hit that. Well. I knew yeah, something was gonna happen because I knew I noticed like he wasn't in like some of the tra- like moments of the trailer. Like yeah. when he's running, I'm like, yeah, I was like so. But I didn't think he was, yeah. was going to die. But but yeah, you were saying I thought it was going to be like just him actually surviving and not the other guy, which mm-hmm. like really threw me off. But um, that part when he uh, when he's holding him in his arms and he dies, like these two guys show up, and then suddenly all these people are there. I'm like, you guys aren't fucking there. Like, <laughs> like I did yeah. not hear them come in. I did not see them in the background. They were definitely not there. And this is definitely like a stream of consciousness discussion. And like one of the things, like there's two things that I want to say about this movie. That's a big, like my major critique. Mm-hmm. One is that I felt like there was too much violence. Really? Yeah. I, and I was like, okay. and I know that's like, my, some people can be like, more movie? <laughs> well, it's not even that. It's just like, some people can be like, there's already like not a lot of, but not violence, but like action. <laughs> and because I really like the, the drama, like just the character pieces. And the, and the okay. action was like, I was like, okay. I mean, like, when they're in the um the bunker and it explodes, like sure. I, I whispered to you, I'm like that's a fucking awesome set piece. Yeah, and it yeah, was that was really cool. like that was really that immersive. Was really cool. But like when he's like running through the city and stuff like that, I was like, ah, okay, I don't really give a shit about this. Yeah. So like this this quote unquote, I don't want to say sniper battle, but like the thing he has with the back, but he's like ducking in and out. Yeah, and we'll get to that too. But like, so I kind of wish like the movie. I mean, it, it. I just thought there was a little too much action just for my liking. But another thing that I thought. It didn't, in my opinion, it, the movie did not really like. How, how can I put this? Like it, it didn't like make the, it didn't make the distance feel like he was like trekking across a desert. Right. To me, like it felt like we. We're, it seemed like because like it's one take, so we see them like hiking to different points. We see them go through no man's land. We see them go to the barn house. We see them. We see him get on a truck. He goes into a river. And then, well, and, and like that's the thing. Like that's felt decent, but then he gets on a truck and he's on the truck for like five minutes. Unless there was like a time lapse that I just didn't understand, but it's like he drove like a mile and then he's like at the city gates. Yeah. And then he gets knocked unconscious, and it's like he's he's knocked out all night. And then he right. jumps in a river. Yeah, it's like and he floats, when it comes out. And then he floats down the river to like the spot. Yeah. And I was <laughs> just really like, convenient, and I was like, wait a minute, it? like that was pretty convenient. I was like, and I'm like, I think. Like when he went under and then popped back up, like mm-hmm. I think that's to signify like some time passed, but it can't be a lot because no, in the beginning they can't. said it's at dawn, 
And I'm like, there, that's not Dawn. That's like, <laughs> but, um, so I was like, okay, like delayed attack, whatever. Like yeah. that's just like details. Like just get there. So I also thought was weird was when we go up and like obviously he's shell shocked. Like when he jumps in the water and he gets like to the dam of corpses, like that was like like they're bloated and stuff. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. But and then he comes out and he just like like meanders out and then he listens to the guy sing and then he's like, oh shit, like oh, I, gotta, I gotta do something. He's like, oh shit, I gotta, I gotta like, like this is the front line, like oh shit, and then and then I'm like, oh, no. and then I whisper to you, I'm like, oh, no. yeah, yeah, I'm like, stop for no reason. I'm like, oh now you have. It's not even stop for no reason. It's just like, oh now you have a pep in your step, mm-hmm. and it's like just as the first oh, wave, remember. as the first wave is going, yeah. it's like, oh shit, I gotta do this, and then, um, and and I honestly thought at the end of, and like. Again, stream of consciousness discussion. Mm-hmm. Like, this is going to be all over the place. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I thought at the end of the movie, like, I forgot ben- Benjamin Cumberbatch. Com- I found that so distracting. Because, yeah. like, like, the whole time, I, like, I, I, I know you said you recognize these actors, but I didn't really recognize them for the most part. And, like, most of the actors, as they were going by, I was like, okay, I can buy that these are these characters. But then, like, they throw Benedict Cumberbatch in. Well, he's been there for, like, two minutes. minutes. I was like, oh, it's Benedict Cumberbatch for some reason. And I'm like, I'm just wondering why they put him in the movie well, for, like, a couple, for, like, not even, like, a couple minutes. I think they just need, like, a state, like, just, like, stately, like, British officers. And they're, like, you know, Colin Firth and, like, Benjamin Cumberbatch, like they're Cumberbatch, um, <laughs> cucumber patch. They're um, they're like you know like I guess like English actors, and like they're in the movie for like two minutes, so it didn't bother me. But I thought we were gonna have like a passive because there's a moment in the movie where he's like um, the one the one uh, general or not like commander who's with like the who's like the reinforcements mm-hmm. who takes him to the town. He's like make sure there are witnesses, right? And I was like, oh shit, we're gonna have like a pass of glory like type thing. Where it's like, well, not so much like passive glory is like just incompetent leadership. Yeah, sure. And so I was like, oh, are we gonna have this dynamic here? Like he's just gonna be like, fuck it, like I just want to fight like no. glory. <laughs> that's fine, like whatever. But um, because then I feel like all of that, or maybe that would make it a tragedy, especially of like World War One. Because I remember like uh, this, I was getting lots of like not callbacks, but I was getting memories of Gallipoli. I don't know if you ever seen that. It's like an old like eighties like young Mel Gibson, um, they play Australian runners. Okay. And Gallipoli is one of like one of the most famous battles like where Australians lost like a ton of casualties. Same with like, you know, I think it was the Germans or the Italians is one of them. They um they lost like both sides lost like massive casualties. And and Mel Gibson and the other guy they play runners. And like the end of the movie, like Mel Gibson is tasked with, you know, stopping an attack and i'm not going to say like what happens but let's just say it's a tragedy okay and i was like oh we're gonna go like you know like body of man like yeah. or like it's just like all of this sacrifice and like his friend dies like he gets like more traumatized and as he just wants i mean he doesn't want to go home but like he just wants to like he's just so shell-shocked and affected by this war i'm like oh like all for nothing Mm. But then, like, and then I was like, oh, no, we stopped the attack. Like, good on you. And then I guess he kind of makes a revelation of, like, I have to go home. I thought he was going to have his medal the whole time. Um, like, in his box. I thought uh, he was- no, I, I, I think that was, like, pretty important to, like, his character. That, like, he was very, like, a kind of a pragmatic guy. That, like, he was, he, what he said, he, he said he sold his badge for, uh, for, wine, for wine, right? So he, like, he didn't really care about, like, the pen and, like, the ribbon. And, um... 
Like he didn't even think he was gonna get home for, for like the most part. And that reminds me of like you know in Peaky Blinders, like Killian Murphy's character. Like they all it's like nineteen twenties uh, uh, Birmingham, England, and like mm-hmm. all the guys like they served. Like it's like one of like a point that they all served in. Uh, World War One, and that's how they learned about all their like combat strategy and like weapons sure. and stuff, and they made like connections through there. And it's also like a point of like kinship between them all. Like there's um there's one guy, uh, I feel like the lead inspector, the main villain. He didn't serve in World War One, and so they're all like, "We have no respect for you because you mm. you didn't serve, but we did." But one of the points is that he's like, "We came home and we threw all our medals in the river." So it's like, and I it's getting like reminiscent about like it's not about the medal. It's it's the meat. It's a piece of tin, and I think it's supposed to show like signify like like I never really got that short guy was. <laughs> like a new recruit or something like that because right. he was like oh like the glory of war and and like getting medals and the other right. guy was like i've been there i've been there done that and it means fuck all yeah and um so i like i thought that was going somewhere like i mean because i know like they kept bringing back the tin and stuff but it didn't let me, really let me interject with you real quick um so we're talking about like like those, those character differences and like that dynamic between them like early of how one like cares about like the glory of war and like he wants to like get out there and like do this mission as fast as possible and he's like reckless and like the other guy will is like cautious and more like level headed um and it has like those themes of like the consequences of war and like doesn't matter if you're like rewarded for it um or not but i just gotta ask like what was it what was the point of like this movie yeah that was what was actually like i don't i feel like this movie didn't have anything interesting to say like at the end and that's what like i was thinking about when he was like after he met the lieutenant burke or the brother he met the brother right. who's rock yes. star um and i was kind of feeling like when he's walking to the tree i'm like i was thinking that exact question I'm like what's like the, not theme but like what's the message what is, what's like what, what is, what is he trying to tell me maybe and, maybe i just missed it but. And, and at first i was like i was just grasping at straws but i think it more comes down to that idea that people are like fascinated with like telling these war stories of like a period gone by it's kind of like the whole basis of like the, of the peter jackson documentary they shall not parole it's this is like the fictional account like the fic like the fan or not the fan the um the film version of of that or the narrative version of that documentary it's like they shall not roll because he dedicates it to i guess his grandfather mm-hmm. and um for telling for telling us for telling us the stories and i think it's that idea of like these like these stories will not die with history like we are preserving them in film and i think that's what he's getting at. i'm very curious if this was like a real event that- yeah, i don't know because it says at the end it's like dedicated to like the first core and like people telling us stories but I don't think that is the same as if it really happened. And also, I just don't think it's that interesting just telling a war story just because war stories are interesting. Yeah, I don't think it's... Like, I don't think that's a very compelling narrative. Yeah, I mean, like, there's a point just like, oh, I'm telling a story, like, in memoriam of, like, all these men. But it's like... Well, is this real? like? Is this like? I'm very curious if like this narrative was an amalgamation of like all the stories he told. Like you know sure. what I mean? Like yeah. I, I can't really tell. And I think that's a good point of just like, what's like the point? Well, 
I'm still I still can't come up with anything. I've been thinking about it this whole time. I mean, I think it's I think it's I think it goes into that idea that we just said of like they shall not grow old. Like the stories won't die with time, and we're just telling it in there. I think. But I also just saw it for the first time, so maybe I need to watch it again. And like I was looking at the details because like the narrative is like pretty thin. Mm. Like it's just like sure. let's get from point A to point B, you know, and there's and there's yeah. points and there's like obstacles. It's in like Dunkirk. It's a lot like Dunkirk. Like we but, we don't really know that much about the characters. Like in the end, like we get we get like little hints and like they. But Dunkirk is more about like, in my opinion, like the chaos of the event and of war, mm. and and just like how like what men do when they're afraid. Like right. in, when they're like trapped like rats, like how do people like what's the psychology of reacting? Like how men like literally turn on each Dunkirk other. Dunkirk felt like really real to me. This felt real to me as well, but Dunkirk, I think just I think Dunkirk had more going on narratively than this. This was like very straightforward. Dunkirk, like, is about escape and survival, but there's like three separate stories going on, yeah. interwoven, like very creatively. You have to follow like a dog fight and like the guys on the ground and then like people in like a navy boat and like or not even that like it's it's like it's land air sea and, yeah, yeah yeah and, and but it's like but there's and it's like one hour one day uh like or something like that or, or like i think it's like one day one hour or one hour one day one week mm-hmm. and but and like it's seamlessly blended together but this is all one shot so you can't really do that in this movie yeah but i think that's like it's I don't know. And that's like, I think the interesting point, because this movie, I was, I was like, okay, the narrative is going to be really straightforward. Yeah. So let me try and just pick at the detail. I was really, like I said, looking at like the technical, because I think this is like, like, I want to say like a technical achievement. It is. And I think like, it's good if it can get people like interested in history and can get people in the movie theater, because then we can start changing the movie going experience. Not to say like, this is like an event. Or something like it was not like the road show. It's not like yeah. it's it's not like we're seeing on seventy millimeter, right? Which I think this film would look fucking amazing on seventy millimeter. But I feel like that's it's shot extremely well, um, and I believe the cinematographer is the guy that has done all those one takes with mm-hmm. the Revenant, Birdman, Children of Men. I believe it's yep. it is the same cinematographer. Sorry, his name is escaping me. But um, so that's so. Let's focus. Like, what do you think this film did like well? Because I thought, like, I cared about. And, well, I guess he was Did another. you care about the characters? Yeah, I did. When he got when he got stabbed, I was like, oh, oh my god! And I think that's like it's more of the like I could understand the idea of like, okay, your brother's there, you got to go get it. That hooked me personally. And then when he died, I was like, oh shit! And and then it, I was like, okay, this is the classic like heroes like. Um, it's like a twist on the, on the hero's journey of like, okay, I was thinking call to action, and he at first like, he was old. He's like, he's like, I don't want to fucking do this. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to fucking do this. And but it's not because he's like immature or something. Well, then that like he did it for duty, and then he almost fucking died. And he's like, I don't want to fucking do this. And and he's like, well, you can turn back now. And he's like, okay. And then now it's like, now it's your turn. Like he literally passed the torch to him sure. and was like, you, and then he keeps going on and on. I just and, wish- he, and he has the meeting with the goddess, which is supposed to be when he meets that Jewish girl, I think. I don't know. No, she was French. Oh, she was French. Yeah, she was just a French civilian. I thought she was Jewish. 
But yeah, when he like meets her and takes a break with her and like the baby, and he's like, I gotta get back out there. Oh, that's a very good point because yeah. she says, "Oh, do you have children?" He doesn't answer, and then he takes out a picture of his family. Yeah, yeah. that's a very yeah good catch. I even I didn't connect that till now. Um, I just wish he like it kind of explored more about why he didn't want to go home because it so, seemed like it seemed like he just didn't want to go home because. It hurt more for him as opposed to he's like, oh, like they'll never see me, like they might not never see me again. But it's like I think it was more like I will never see them again. Maybe, yeah, like it could be like that subtle. Like maybe he didn't even want to like think about them while he was like on the mission, or like he didn't like need any distractions. But um, honestly, man, I, I didn't give a shit about these guys. <laughs> I thought, like, what what did we actually know? about like the short guy right first of all i'm calling him short guy i don't even know his name <laughs> but he okay he has a brother um he's reckless i don't want to say reckless well he's more, he, he like he's like more ready he's, to like he's, dive into danger he's, he's greener I think. sure he doesn't he's he doesn't young. fully recognize he doesn't fully recognize the, like, the danger the that's why he like helps like that german and like he doesn't well, and, well they both did and i think like well and it's interesting like because I think the whole what you need to get from his character is that whole exchange about the metal where he's like why would you not like why wouldn't you give it to your family why wouldn't you pass it down to your children why wouldn't you do this like it's it's like a, it's like representing duty and honor and like you sacrifice stuff and, and then the other guy was like no it's it doesn't fucking matter at all sure well I, I guess you could interpret it like the characters as like vehicles for like the themes of what the movie might be trying to say but as like it developed characters like straightforward with uh, had like a personality like i didn't think it was i don't i didn't think they were very interesting um see i i i did like i I disagree i mean not that they're like the most fleshed out characters um maybe they didn't need to be but this is why i think like we needed less like action, action sure. even in a movie that doesn't have a lot of action to begin with, because I don't think that I, I don't I don't have my watch on because the first bit of like burst of action that we have doesn't happen until like maybe fifteen minutes in the movie, uh, maybe twenty. It could be even longer than that. I'm just like guessing when the when the bomb go, or when like the um, the rat when, like, well, the yeah when the tripwire goes off in there. But like that was cool. We have that whole segment of I don't want to say nothing happened. It's just like. Because it's, it's one of those things of like, okay, it's got to happen soon. When's it going to happen? When's it going to happen? When's it going to happen? I wasn't really thinking that. Uh, I never really felt bored in the movie until the end where I was just like, yo, like, I get it for like drama purposes. Like he like sits down he wa- and he like listens to the guy saying, which was my favorite part of the trailer. Right. But, and then it's like, okay, like, let's hurry the fuck up. Like you got a job to do. Like, he's like, wait, 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 you guys are who I'm looking for. And then he's like, and I'm like, dude, if you just ran and i can't like give the movie that conceit of because then he like is like oh shit like I, i'm here i gotta do i gotta do this like i get like you just went through like hell and back and you're like really shell-shocked he's really tired yeah i understand that but then it's like he's like oh shit like i gotta get this job done and like then suddenly like okay like the this, this singing is done and now he's like okay oh my god i gotta do this mission like you know what i mean so i don't really understand why he ran along the front line either i think it was to like 
because like there were like a bunch of people in the way. I guess. Um, so he like he didn't want to like keep like running into people and jumping over them. So like they wanted the cool set piece that you see in the trailer. Like, I mean, it was fucking great by the grass, and, like see all the fucking explosions. That was it really was cool. it was great, and that's another thing I really liked about the movie is like because people were like, "Oh, that's not what World War One looked like." I'm like, I think if anything, like it's not like they. I mean, they did ravage the country, but like. There were there is like no man's land. There's a battlefield, and then like, and I think that that goes into like this idea of like the war is everywhere. Maybe not even that, but it's like it's like there's like the hellscape, and then they go out of that into like the green right. pastures, and then there's like the war still is touching like everything. You know what I mean? Well, well, speaking of the war touching everything, like especially you see it in like the background characters and stuff, and like the scenery with like all these people who are like horribly injured, and like there's like friggin' like bodies everywhere and like people have dirt all over their faces and they, everybody looks dirty the main characters were like clean like throughout this movie I, like they did not get that. they did not get like dirty at all they were always like blushed up See, I, faces were always clean. I don't agree, I don't agree like, with what? that I don't agree with that because like even like the one of the things I noticed was like because remember when they were going through the trenches, I'm like, that looks fucking miserable. <laughs> well, he has like dust all over his friggin' face. No, but the, when, the when dust on his out, and then, like, well, he wiped his face, but then, but there's, but there's like, there's dust around his ears, like his finger, like his hand, his like hand the blood is still dust. there. Like he gets clean when he jumps in the water, but like even like the details of um, like they're like the actors are in the mud and like they're they're crawling around. You could like see like their mud is mud is like oozing through them, like into their like their but skin. Their faces are always like clean though. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I have to go back and watch this at time, but I swear to God, those guys were always. We'll agree to disagree. The one thing I did like was well, not like, but like the detail I appreciated was when the guy got stabbed and his face is like drained of color. Mm, yeah, that was his like, hands when didn't. He, when, he, when he went pale. Yeah, his, oh, hands, his hands didn't, didn't. <laughs> which I noticed immediately. But I was like, you know what? Like that's a great detail. Like he's literally losing blood. I'm like, and that that was when I was like, this guy is fucked like yeah he's not he's not coming back i didn't see it coming but also i was like i don't know like short guy died i thought it was kind of cheap that he just got like stabbed like you're not going to see this like german like pulling out a knife and stabbing you which is another thing like that's another (laughs) conceit that i can't really give the movie i'm like this guy was about to literally burn alive are you going to stab your cat your your saviors yeah like and they're not like threatening you or anything like they're like getting you water and stuff. Yeah, I mean, like, it doesn't matter if he doesn't speak the language. Like, that's where I was like, wait, what? <laughs> so, yeah. And they subtitle the French girl, but they didn't subtitle him. Was, he was but, speaking. But they, yeah, they only, like, subtitle her sometimes. Like, they didn't subtitle her, yeah, like, I mean, like, all the time. If you can get, if you can get, like, if you can convey the message without the subtitle, like, what? Like, I still got what she was saying. Like, it's not sure. like she was giving exposition, but, like, I was just curious. I mean, not that they needed this subtitle in German, but I'm very curious of like what he was saying that would then be like, "I'm gonna stab the dude yeah. that pulled me out of this plane." Right. You know what I mean? Um, there is some plot con- convenience, <laughs> which, like, like, like we already mentioned when he like floats down the river. Well, not even that. Like, oh, it's D Company. No, like yeah, no, I'll give them that. Like that. I'm like, I fuck won't. it, whatever. <laughs> no, what I won't give them is how he just like slumps on the tree and is like listening to sing, and then he's like, oh, oh shit, I have to go. Yeah, you know what I mean? like I was like, all right, whatever. But like, 
you know maybe the song like meant something I don't well, know. and like he the said, poem he tells like the baby or I something. think the song meant something because earlier in the movie he's like oh do you remember the song before battle and he's like no and I'm assuming oh, that's like this, that's maybe. like that's like the hymn of like whatever they do before battle sure um I guess I don't know I don't but know. like the milk with the baby like I was like like when he like took the milk I was like why the fuck is he pouring milk in there like I know he's hungry <laughs> he, like, maybe he likes to taste the milk you don't know I guess maybe he likes milk more than water I don't know I was just he's like well first I thought the milk was soiled or like not soiled like spoiled and I was like, oh, that's like disgusting. And then he poured it in there and I was like, oh, okay. I guess it's good. I'm like, there's going to be a baby or something. And yeah. I'm like, why else would you milk? Which is fine. Like, whatever. But yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't really think you're there for that. But I wasn't bored through the movie, though. Like, you may have been, but I wasn't. Like, I was into it, what was going on. Okay. Um, I don't know. I felt I felt like after Short Guy died, I felt like the rest was kind of predictable. Um, well, and I think that's because of the trailers. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they revealed a little too And that's much. like what annoys me about trailers. Like this is why I love teaser trailers because they give you enough that you're like, I don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, but like. Like, I could piece together that the short guy wasn't going to make it to the end. Uh, yeah, I'm, I just I'm, didn't know I'm how. Like, well, both guys are going to live until they get to the plane. So basically all the scenes before the plane, like, crashing into the barn, and that, uh, they're going to be okay. And that's why I try and avoid trailers altogether. Because, like, when, like, the bomb went off and, like... Mm. He jumped in the water and stuff. I was like, "Well, I didn't see the scene yeah, of him I running. So I didn't see him. Fine. I didn't see him running down the pasture. Yeah. So like, he's so fine. I'm just kind of waiting for him to get to the next level. And that's you know, not to like say. And that's not to say like there's no stakes. Like I think like there are stakes to this. Like every action, and there is tension. So I'm like, so it's 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 more like the. That's why I just avoid trailers. Right. But um, they're built way too much. But yeah, um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else to say about it. Um, I mean, like, so I did, I did. I mean, like, maybe we can get into closing thoughts, and if you have any, like, if we have any more points, we can bring them up here. Sure. But I'll start with mine. So, like, I really did enjoy it. I. I, like I'm definitely like I want to see it again. Probably gonna wait because I wanted to see it in the theater. I was told like to see it in the movies, to see it like for the sound, for the experience. Um, I'm glad that it was packed. Yeah, because like that means people are going to the movies and war horse. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So this that's an inside joke, everybody. Like we we were talking. It was it was the scene when um they're talking between like the last uh, commander. And, and our main character and he's like what is this going to come down to and like it was like a dramatic pause and this dude in front of us was like more horse the senior gentleman sitting in front of us had an aha moment it was like more horse and you're like what and we both like all looked at each other like <laughs> what? <laughs> like, what the fuck? But anyway, so that's another war movie. <laughs> yeah, another World War One movie, which I haven't seen because I don't give a I, shit. I <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, what were they saying? Uh, yeah, I'm glad. Oh yeah, I'm glad the theater. Was, yeah, I'm glad, glad the theater was packed. Like it means people are going to see the movies, see movies like yeah, this. Yeah. Um, I thought the one take was done extremely well like I, I think i have high expectations for one takes and when they're done like subpar and then people are like oh my god it's amazing it pisses me off but like this was i thought was done extremely well um i thought the level of detail like recreating trenches 
um, you know, the set design, the costume, the set pieces. I thought they were done extremely like well. So, and and I just feel like I, I can't even remember. Like it didn't feel fake to me. It felt real, and I really appreciated the use of the one take to put the audience like there with them. I don't think this would have been as effect nearly as effective if it was like traditionally made. Not to say it couldn't have been created, but I think that this was what this movie needed. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm gonna rec- I mean, I'm gonna buy this on Blu-ray. I wanted mm-hmm. at one point, if not just like a really. Like, like I'm gonna buy it on DVD, obviously, um, but probably Blu-ray because I just think it looks like spectacular. Um, so I, I mean, I'm gonna recommend it. I'm gonna give 1917. Uh, I'm probably gonna give it like uh, right now, like initial impression, like an eight out of ten. Like I think it's a solid movie. I think I think everyone should see it in theaters. Um, but that's just me. So, Shell, what what are your like closing thoughts on the movie? Um, <laughs> so I, <laughs> it starts with a sigh. So I'll tell you how it's going to get there. <laughs> um, so the the one shot take I didn't know about it going in, but it was uh, pretty interesting. I understand why they did it from a narrative standpoint. Um, I thought a lot of the cuts that they did, or cuts I put in quotation marks, were a little obvious um, to me, and I think. A lot. I think they should have spent more time um, developing the characters and have a little less action, like you brought up in the beginning of uh, this review. Um, I didn't give a shit about the, about the characters really. Um, but the action, as far as war movies go, was okay. It was fine. But it had some. It did have very interesting set pieces. It's no Saving Private Ryan. It was no. It's no Saving Private Ryan. Um, but I don't think it had really anything interesting to say that I haven't seen in other war movies. I think I'm going to forget about this in like two weeks. Oh, man. <laughs> to be completely honest. Um, there was nothing in it that really offended me or anything or anything that was like super distracting except for those celebrities that appeared at the end for some reason. I still don't understand. I mean, they were that. there for two minutes, but... You know what? Fuck you. Mike. This is my <laughs> These are my closing <laughs> Um... That being said, I know I sound like I like despise this movie <laughs> at the very end, but I'm just gonna give it an average six out of ten. All right. Yeah. I mean, I thought you're gonna give it like way less than that. No. But no, that concludes it's this. Confident. Yeah, yeah, competent. I, I mean, we'll agree to disagree. But no. <laughs> like you know, like fuck you, you're wrong. Yeah, 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 well, yeah, okay. <laughs> fuck you. It's my show, and my score's correct. I'm just gonna believe everything you said. <laughs> <laughs> really it's funny. just gonna be me talking. The comments will be like, "Yeah, what? What went wrong with the editing?" Like, you'll start talking, and then I'll just cut you out and I'll speak back to my response. But anyway, edit my voice. Be like, "You're right, Mike. You are so right, Mike." I agree. I'll take like the clips from the other episodes and like splice them in. Yeah, you're right, Mike. You're right. Thank you, Mike. You're so smart. <laughs> yeah, just keep going. I'm going to edit these throughout. <laughs> but anyway, that concludes this episode, guys. Um, yo, Shell, thanks for coming out again. Um, we're definitely going to try and see more movies. I, I, I haven't seen you in a while, and I want to you know, keep doing these things. But, uh, but yeah, so guys, that concludes the episode. Uh, thanks for listening. And you know, stay tuned. We got some. Uh, I got some stuff with Mike Scott coming up. Got a Hill House uh, review coming up. It's halfway done. And uh, yeah, we got some stuff going on. So thanks for listening. See you next time.